the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. Live, in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday. You're praying to the God who is above all gods. He is Lord of Lords. He is King of Kings. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end, and He's soon coming again. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. If Jesus, in physical form, visibly, walked into the sanctuary, what do you think we might do? How do you think we might sing differently? Pray differently? How do you think I might preach differently? Jesus would come up and sit down on the platform. Well, I don't think I'd preach at all. I mean, it's his word. (laughs) Why should I speak his word? Let him speak his word. Now, if he came in, you know, walked down the aisle, he parked his car. He got in here on time. (laughs) And then he said, I'm going to expound a passage of scripture that I breathed 2,000 years ago. I'm going to elaborate on it this morning. But before I do, I'm going to take some questions. What would you ask him? Now, I think in my mind that... Before very many questions would be asked, somebody would say real early on, how can I have faith, mountain-moving faith and prayer? How can I pray with the faith of a grain of mustard seed? After you're gone, the Holy Spirit is going to be here, Jesus, after you're gone, and I'm going to need to know how to communicate Would you teach me how to pray? Do you know what his answer would be? Do you have your Bibles open to Matthew chapter 6 verse 9? He would say this. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now the question that one of you asked him, teach us how to pray. That was the same question his disciples asked him way back there. And he gave them this prayer. Now, do you think he would give a different prayer today to us than he gave to them? No. He would give us the exact same prayer that he gave to them. Teach us how to pray. Because this prayer was the wisdom of God. This was the highest and holiest words that heaven could afford 
This was the best that heaven could give. You can't give better than the best. He gave it. We're his disciples, his followers, his students today. He would give us the exact same prayer. Now, two weeks ago, I started this series entitled A New Level of Prayer. I told the story about how Martin Luther went to his barber and his barber asked him, can you give me some advice on how to pray? And Martin Luther went to this scripture. I mean, there is no greater advice. This is it. Nothing more blessed, more wonderful is coming. It came and it still continues to come. The first two words of the Lord's Prayer, what is it? Our Father. Now, the very first word was chosen very carefully by Jesus. Our. Helping us to realize and to affirm that we are part of the family of God. Yesterday we had a great men's fellowship breakfast. And uh, Al Haynes led us in that course. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Been washed in the fountain, cleansed by the blood. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. We need to first and foremost know who we belong to. We belong to him. We belong to each other. We have that connection. And there's been sometimes a disconnect. And when that happens, well, you have a, two wires and they disconnect. The current doesn't flow anymore. So we need to remember who he is, who we are, and who we're connected to. The scripture tells us in Ephesians that there is one God and Father of us all. All of us who have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there is one God and Father, and we are brother. I'm your brother. You're my brother. I'm, we're brothers and sisters. We're part of a great fellowship of redemption in the Lord. And when we get that into our head in that one word, one word, before we can move on, we've got to know again who we are. We're part of a colony of heaven. We are members of a different and a new race, the Christian race. We're different. We've been redeemed. Then the very next word is Father. God who created heaven and earth is our father, an intimate relationship we have with him, a a relationship that is dear and intimate and loving. He's our provider, and we look to him for our provision. You see, we we look to ourselves, our education, our jobs, uh, to different people. We have a way to look out all this way. He is the source of every good and perfect gift, the Bible says. Every good and perfect gift. There's no gift that is better or more perfect than the gift that he gives. And so the Lord says, before you do anything else, say anything else, remember you're a part of the family of God, the fellowship of heaven, the colony of heaven on earth, You're only pilgrims passing through. You're a new race of people. Do you know who you are in the Lord? And do you know who started it all? You know your heavenly father. Now, 
if you have your Bibles open, I want you to give you the outline. It's right in your Bible, and it's between two verses today. In verse 9, our Father in heaven, that it, the most high God, the God of all gods, the creator God. Now, the first point of the sermon is, hallowed be your name. That's point number one. Point number two of the outline is, your kingdom come. Point number three of the outline is, your will be done. Now, that's my sermon. Point one, point two, point three. It's in, in your bulletin. Now, open your heart today. Hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. These are the words of Jesus. If he were here today, he would say these words because these words are divine and eternal and heaven and earth will pass away. But this prayer will never pass away. And once I learn to pray it the way he wants me to pray it, then I'll have the faith that I need for all my desires, needs, problems, etc. Verse 9, hallowed be your name. Say those words with me. Hallowed be your name. That simply means that once you know who you are, our Father, once you know who, you, who brought it all about, Father, our Father, now the very next step in prayer, whether you're in your private devotions or in the church or in your car or wherever you're praying, the very next step is to begin praising the Lord. Listen to me. Not giving him a laundry list of problems. Am I with you? Are you with me? The first thing, thank him for saving you. Thank him for making you our part of the body of Christ. Thank you for making you a child of our Father. Begin to give praise and thanks to him for who you are, the new race that you are, the people that you are, the people you're connected with. And all the other blessings that he's given to you. Do that first. That will bring about a divine presence. And that divine presence will put you in a position to start moving mountains. Redeeming all that God has for you to have. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed meaning a name to be reverence, a name above all names. No other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no name but his name. No name, listen to me, no name but his name. Hallowed be thy name. Now the word name, here's, if, I can, if I can do it, I'm going to try my best. The word or, or the name, N-A-M-E. Name, hallowed be thy name. In Hebrew, name does not mean the name that a person is called by. I, I, I look over here and I, I see Don. That's the name he's called by. I see Al. That's the name he's called by. I, I see Corinne. That's the name she's called by. Jack, that's the name I'm called by. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, I'd like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sala entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing, for a donation of any amount. The book by Harold Sala, What You Need to Know About Healing, is a reminder of what many have forgotten. 
that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sela is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, he combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours. And you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. Again, the book What You Need to Know About Healing can be yours for a donation of any amount to the Healing Word Ministries. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. I want to tell you a story. Where's, where's Mo, Mo Pike? There he is back there. <laughs> I told you I was going to tell a story on you. <laughs> Trina and I were down in Virginia Beach a couple of years ago, and uh, the place was mobbed with people. Everybody seemed to be smiling and having a good time, and the sidewalks were just filled with people. And uh, the sun had gone down, but it was still daylight. And Trina and I were walking down the street, all these people, and way off in the distance I heard, Hey, Jack! I thought, all these people, there's got to be somebody else, (laughs) not me. And I kept on walking, and then a little louder, hey, Jack! I thought, well, it could be. So I turned around, and about a half a block away, there was Mo (laughs) and his wife and his family. Now, I'm I'm glad you did that, Mo. That was not being disrespectful, because if he had hollered, hey, pastor! I think I'd have jumped under a car. (laughs) But that's the name I'm called by. But that's not the word here in Hebrew. I was at a college campus teaching, and the president, I'd only met him, I think, just a few hours prior, or maybe the day before, but I had met him but just a short time prior To him, I'm walking into the cafeteria where Corinne and I were, and he walked right over to me. I stood up, shook his hand, called him by his first name. He didn't give me permission to call him by his first name, and I apologized on the spot of calling him by his first name. That was too familiar. We weren't that well acquainted. And do you know what he said to me? That's the name my mother called me. But now in Hebrew... It's not Al, it's not Corinne, it's not Faith, it's not Jack, it's not Don. Name in Hebrew stands for character, uh, nature, and personality. When it says, hallowed be thy name, it means hallowed, honor, hallelujah be to your nature, hallelujah be to your character, hallelujah be to your personality. 
That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. It's not the name Jesus, the name the angel gave to Mary and Joseph. That's the name he was called by. But when we pray in the name Jesus, we're thinking about the nature of God. The nature of God is love. Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. It says, they that know your name will trust in you. Now, the word know. They who know your name. They who know your nature. They who know your character, they who know your personality will be able to put their trust in you and pray a prayer that will move a mountain. They who know your name. Oh, I know his name is Jehovah. I know his name is God. I, I, I know his name is, uh, uh, is Alpha and Omega. I, I, I know his name is Abba. But now I'm coming into his presence, his nature. Now notice it says, they who know your name, meaning those who experience your name. Now it takes on a different level because we're going into a new level of prayer. Those who know your name, those who experience your nature. Oh, I'm experiencing the love of God. Those who experience your character. Now I know his caring, his providing, his blessing his answers, those who know your name, those who experience your personality, that that makes you absolutely different from all other gods and lords. I've had an experience with God. It's an experience that I'm having every time I pray. It's an experience that is mine forevermore, and I rejoice in that experience. When we look at that word, our, we go back to the word kingdom of God, or we get to the word kingdom of God, We go jump back to the front. Our Father, the kingdom of God is Jesus in you. That's why you can use that first word, our. He has done something for me, and I am now something that I was never before. He has come into my heart. Now, one time, some Pharisees came to Jesus, and they asked Jesus to talk to them about the kingdom of God and show them the kingdom of God. And Jesus told them, he said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. It's not a geographical piece of earth. You can put lines around it like you mark off the, the state of Pennsylvania. You can say, these are the kingdom of the British Isles. No, the kingdom of God is not a piece of geography. You can't find it on the map. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Meaning, when you accepted me and made me king, where the king is, there's the kingdom. Do I know that I'm a subject of heaven? That God is my father, that Jesus is my king, and I'm submitting to him. Now, what is the kingdom of God? The word kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, synonymous, in Romans chapter 9, verse 10, it says this. It says the kingdom of God is within you. In Romans 14, 17, it says the kingdom of God is three things. Here it is. Friend, you ought to be writing some of this down. The kingdom of God is righteousness. The kingdom of God is righteousness. The kingdom of God is peace. 
The kingdom of God is joy. Now, when he says the kingdom of God is within you, it means the righteousness is within you, which simply means right. You have a right relationship with God. Now you can truly say, our Father. You're connected. And it's a wonderful connection that God is now your Father and you have an intimate relationship with Him. And Jesus gave you the privilege and the honor of calling God by the name that Jesus called God. And Jesus called God Father 170 times in the New Testament. Father. Verse 10 says the next, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The will of God is being done in heaven. That's why heaven is heaven. The most beautiful and most wonderful of all places. The will of God is being done in you. That you have submitted to the will of God. We had some people here this morning uh, that were prayed over. And uh, Minister Mazza mentioned their names. We have people here. Uh, Cynthia High, who just lost her mother. I, my daughter-in-law, for the next 10 years, is going to be taking medication uh, for cancer, to keep the cancer from coming back. Thank God my son has been completely delivered, 100%. Now, my son called me the other day and told me, he said, I need you and mom to pray. He said, uh, the oldest daughter, Caroline, has a lump on her neck. She's going to have surgery uh, Tuesday. It may be cancerous. Friend, this isn't heaven yet. But I'll tell you what you do have right now, a relationship with the Lord, or you can have a relationship with God, and you can pray, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, and it will be done. Don't let the trials of life upset you. They come to everybody in every family. They even came to Jesus. Why not you? Why not me? But Jesus will bring us through. The scripture says, suffering may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Amen. (laughs) Praise be the Lord. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. God is a good God. He's a heavenly Father, and He loves you. He loves you tenderly, intimately, with all His heart. He wants to answer your prayers. Friend, if you do not know Him as your personal Lord and Savior, you have never had a born-again experience. Well, right now, where you are, ask Jesus to come into your heart. He'll hear your prayer, forgive your sins. He'll make you a new person. Life will be brand new. You can have a new start, a new beginning. It's been a joy bringing this message to you. And friend, I want to pray for you now before I go. Let's bow before the Lord. Father God, I pray for this dear one. I pray your blessings of forgiveness, of healing, of wholeness, of completeness, of wellness. In the name of Jesus, upon this dear one, I pray. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. Thank you for the gift of answered prayer. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. In his name, amen. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. 
but we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. We invite you to attend the Largo Community Church in person this Sunday morning. We have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock, and God is blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. Social distancing rules and masks are still in place, so you can feel at peace in the large church sanctuary as you praise God with other believers. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored, and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.